Hello, guys. Welcome to Real Talk with Dr. Avi, the podcast where we talk about fitness, fashion, food, finance, and family, all the Fs we should care about. I'm your host, Avi, and let's get to it. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today. On today's show, I will talk about fitness. What is it? Who has it? Who wants it? Fitness. So, I'm sure there are people that do not want to be fit, right? I mean, not everybody wants to be fit, right? So, I was actually watching uh, TLC the other day, and there was an ad about the 1,000-pound sisters, which I thought was very interesting. My son was also in the room, and he was like, Oh my God! And I was like, Oh my God! <laughs> do, we, do we have questions? I mean... He was like, no, I'm good. I'm like, okay, because I really didn't want to have that conversation with him about health because he's just seven and he's still trying to figure out what he likes and what he doesn't like. So seeing something like that on TV is a little bit jarring for a seven-year-old. But, you know, without getting into that, let's talk about fitness. So basically, fitness is basically just life choices and the choices we make with our own lives. So today I will go over some healthier fitness options. And it's actually real simple, guys. It's only two components. The first component being diet. Diet, right? So basically it's what we're eating. Are we eating a lot of unhealthy foods? Or are we eating just a lot of bad things or making bad choices? I know sometimes it's kind of tough to constantly be eating healthy, especially with busy lives and we don't have time to make healthy choices. We're on the go. We're rushing in the morning for lunch and we just want to grab something quickly. And most of the times it's not a healthy option. So, how do we make better diet choices, right? So, that is one of the components. And the second one, well, it's exercise, right? I mean, not everybody has the time for exercise as well, but I'll break down a little bit about how we can incorporate some exercise into our life so that we can have a healthier lifestyle. So to break down the science behind fitness, it's actually pretty simple. So we discussed diet and for your fitness goals to be on point so that you see improvements, you basically want to be eating like healthier foods. You don't want to eat a lot of processed foods You know, stuff that has all those ingredients that you really don't know what they are. Let's say like uh, a good example for heavily processed food is maybe a hot dog. If you ever read the package of a hot dog, you're like, okay, like what is it? Is it pork? Is it chicken? Is it beef? Is it all the above? A lot of times in the small print, it says mechanically separated meat. And that's basically it. And you're like, okay, so what kind of meat? Like, is it 
turkey, chicken, pork, beef. I mean, sometimes in the package in the front, it says, you know, all of them. <laughs> and you're like, okay, so there we go. But a good indication of whether it's a, a healthier hot dog is on the packaging will stay, you know, like, you know, the, the contents of meat versus filler or whether it's the non-GMO or, you know, all these different uh, descriptors in the packaging. And obviously the price will also be much higher because in order to create healthy foods, it's it's a little bit uh, expensive. So I think this is another reason why you guys don't immediately grab the healthier options because they're, you know, they're they're expensive. So we just need to make better choices about choosing the foods that are within our budget. So, without going into the details about the food ingredients themselves, the other component you really want to be looking at is your sugar intake. So, I know there's like a lot lot of controversy about whether we want brown sugar, sugar substitute, plant-based stevia sugar. Do we want, you know, just different derivatives of a sweetener so you want to watch your sugar because basically sugar just turns into fat and then it collects in your midsection so we don't want that so if you can forego anything with a lot of sugar in it then that's perfect and i think a lot of foods right now say no sugar added or you know there's a healthier option of the food itself but you shouldn't be too concerned about this sugar because sugar is usually like in uh, drinks or um, like barbecue sauces, anything that's really sweet, then most of the other foods are pretty straightforward. So the best way to have a healthier diet is basically just eat foods that are pretty straightforward, simple, you know, like vegetables, you know, it's just a vegetable, there's nothing else in it, you know, like a tomato. So basically, you want to pick a bunch of vegetables that you love, and then kind of fit that into your diet so that you're making a healthier, you know, choice when you have to eat something and, you know, pack your lunch for work, like we discussed in our last uh, podcast. So uh, we want to make some better food choices. So as far as exercising, so exercising, uh, you know, it's it's a lot. You know, for me personally, I'll, I'll give my little backstory about my life and how I got into fitness. I know you guys probably saw my cover photo where I'm like shirtless. <laughs> so how did I get there? I, I, you know, some people say it's good genes, others say it's hard work, but whatever it is, you know, it's a little bit of both, I would say, and I think everybody has the potential to become fit if they really set their mind for that goal, then you can accomplish it. So me as a kid, you know, I was like a pretty scrawny kid. I was like maybe not even 99 pounds soaking wet, you know, I just could not gain any weight as a kid and the reason for that was because I was just very active I played a lot of soccer 
and I never had enough time to eat a lot of food. Therefore, I wasn't stationary, you know, just sitting and eating food. Otherwise, that would have made me fat for sure, right? But because I was more active and not eating as much, and when I did eat, I was just eating, you know, what I needed, and hence why I was just scrawny, you know, kid. So think about that as an adult today. Like, how has our life changed so much where now, you know, we, we don't move enough? So I know working in an office setting, it's tough to kind of move around because you're, they just want you to sit at your desk all day long and work. And if you're working from home, you know, it's pretty similar as well because you're like, okay, I got all these deadlines. I got all these tasks to do. And, you know, seven hours later, you've just been sitting at your desk and you were snacking at your desk probably as well. So it's no different. So what we want to do is to incorporate some movement into our life. So I had a lot of friends um, at my last uh, job and we kind of realized that, you know, we're just like very sedentary, sedentary all day long because we're just sitting in our in our cubicles working and, you know, a bunch of us were getting fat, you know, like (laughs) even me. So I was like, yeah, this is not good. So that's when we decided that we're going to take some time off and then we're going to walk on our lunch break. And basically all we did was just walk around the, the complex area. We walked around the, uh, the building. Luckily my uh, building was close to a park. So we would walk to the park and then we'd walk back and then, you know, that kind of gave us a little bit of uh, mobility for our work day. But days when it was like raining and stuff like that, then you couldn't walk, then you're kind of limited to, you know, just doing what you can. So that's when you need to have a gym membership because, you know, like Planet Fitness, for example, I mean, they're not promoting this. But Planet Fitness is actually a really great option if you're clueless about what you want to do, what kind of exercises you want to do, you know, and you don't want to feel intimidated when you go to the gym and you see like these big buff guys and they're all hogging up the machine and you're just trying to, you know, just do something and they're just basically just there and you feel intimidated. And that's why a lot of people don't go to the gym. And that's very understandable. So Planet Fitness does not promote that. If you see somebody that's like, you know, hogging up all the machines and, you know, they're working out on five different machines, it's like, no, you're not. It's like you make sure that you can get your workout in and you let them know that they cannot work out on five machines because that's not even possible. So, you know, that's some good advice. And, you know, it it helps you to become more assertive as well. So don't be like pushed over by these guys at the gym. So... For me, when I go to Planet Fitness, and I do go to Planet Fitness, I typically have a regimen for what I'm going to work out. Because when you go to the gym, you really need to know, like, okay, what am I going to get into today, right? So a solid plan is important each time you go to the gym. And there are a lot of preconceived notions about, hey, I need to lose weight, so I'm going to do a lot of cardio, We do not want to do a lot of cardio. Cardio burns calories. They do not burn fat. So if you eat a lot and you want to burn some excess calories, then you do cardio and that just kind of gets rid of the excess calories that you ate.
but it doesn't do anything for your fitness goals. For your fitness goals to be achieved, you need to do strength training. So strength training. That means that you're lifting, you're doing complex exercises, you know, you're trying uh, new exercises and you're activating all those muscles. So once you do that, you're actually going to start burning fat because the muscles are going to be constantly worked. And then it's going to start digging into your fat storages and use that for energy. But when you're running on a treadmill for two, three hours, all it's doing is burning uh, calories and that's why you sweat. So, you know, huge difference there. So you want to make sure that you are not only doing cardio. A lot of guys who are bodybuilders, they do some cardio. And the reason for that is because either they're training for competition or they want to look like, they want their muscles to look like really tight. So they want all that excess water to kind of drain out of them. So you want to make sure that you're kind of watching that because you can't you can't do cardio all the time. After a while, it'll get pretty, uh, I guess, boring. And then you wouldn't want to do that anyway. So that's that's why you need some diversity in your workout. So we'll we'll continue on with exercising and stuff like that. So let's get back to the diet piece and fitness and how it all works. So think of where you are today, what your weight is, and what your goal weight is. So keep that in mind. And then think about what you consume during the day. So it's a good way to kind of track down what you eat. Like do do like a full day of eating, just normally what you do. And then we want to track how much calories we're burning. So how do you track how many calories you're burning? I know on the iPhone, um, there is a, an app that actually can track your, your movements. Maybe you have an Apple Watch. Um, I personally use a Fitbit because it tracks your calories for the entire day. So basically you wear it all day long except when you're showering. Unless you have like a waterproof one, then you can just always wear it. So that is one of my tools that I use for my fitness goals because in order for me to know how much I can eat or reach my goal, I need to know how many calories I'm burning. So a a Fitbit actually monitors your activity, you know, your heart rate. It can tell when you're just sitting around or whether you're performing intense exercises. Maybe you're just taking a, a walk around the neighborhood or maybe you're going for a jog somewhere. Your, your Fitbit would actually track that. And if you look at the, the Fitbit app or right on the device itself, if you look for an entire day, it will show you how many calories you burn per day. So you want to, I think on average, if I'm like not moving around too much, maybe, you know, I didn't go to the gym today and I just kind of walked around in my house. Uh, I'll probably burn close to like, 1500 calories which is not a lot so that's me just like lazing around and working in my house so i think most people think that you should consume at least 2000 calories so taking uh, that in mind so if i burn only 1500 calories and then i consume 
2,000 calories. If I continue to do this, I'm always going to be in excess of 500 calories. And what do you think that's going to do? It's going to contribute to me becoming overweight because I'm at a surplus every day. So to lose weight, you want to be at a deficit. So that's why tracking your intake calories and your burnt calories for the day will actually be a very effective tool for you to do, to track. Um, most people basically try to get at least like five to 10,000 steps per day, which, which is attainable. I mean, you just have to be mindful about like, you know, how much you're moving throughout the day. But I think on average, uh, the average person gets around that much per day. Sometimes for me, it's difficult to get 10,000 steps and that is okay. You know, there are some days that you're going to be walking more than that and it's going to average out throughout the week. So whichever way you want to monitor your activity, you know, whatever works best for you. Maybe on the weekends when you're with the kids and you're going to the park or maybe you're going uh, shopping, food shopping, um, you know, running errands, whatever it is, you know, you can, you know, track your steps closer on the on those days and then you'll make it up for the days where you you don't have the ability to go out and get your steps so you want to uh keep track of your calories that you intake and that is a little bit tougher i would say the toughest part about diet uh if you're sitting at your desk and you're just snacking you we, we don't know how many calories we're eating right i mean you you ate like a whole let's say a whole bag of uh potato chips right uh, on the bag, it says a serving size, and if you ate the whole bag, I think if the bag has like 20 servings and a serving size is uh, 100, then, you know, you're at your 2,000 calories. <laughs> so, yeah, just one bag of chips, and that's all the food you're allowed for the day. Oh, I'm kidding, but that that's because processed foods have more calories in it, but let's say you ate maybe an apple, you know, an apple only has 70 calories. Maybe a large apple has like a hundred calories. So if you ate five apples, you'd be full and you're only eating, ate like 500 calories. There are some foods that have no calories in it. I know like some people are like immediately thinking, uh, celery. Yeah. It's just water, right? Or lettuce. Lettuce has very little calories. Uh, iceberg lettuce specifically, and it tastes like water. So it's really like, Okay, that really doesn't like satiate me and make me feel full because it's just like eating nothing. So those actually brings me to some of the fitness hacks that a lot of fitness enthusiasts use. So they eat a lot of these foods that don't have a lot of calories just so that they can feel full because... They don't want to overeat, and if you make poor uh, decisions by the end of the night, guaranteed, you're going to be going down to that refrigerator, and you're going to be eating something that's going to satisfy you, whether it's ice cream, or maybe maybe you have like a dessert in your refrigerator. So you want to, you don't want that to happen. You want to be full. So you want to be full with good food, and what keeps you full and satiates you not like uh, the iceberg lettuce or the celery, that is proteins. You want to eat a lot of proteins, guys. So you want to eat about, 
one gram of protein per like how many pounds you weigh. And a lot of people are not eating enough proteins. So if you track how much your protein intake is, I'm pretty sure that you would have eaten a lot of food throughout the day and you'd be full just to hit your, your number for proteins. And then there's carbs and then there's fats. So there's a ratio for proteins, carbs, and fats. I can go into that later on. But for now, we really want to think about making healthier choices with our foods to kind of get us to our healthy goals. Um, but overall, it's really simple. You want to move more, so more activity. You want to eat healthier, so not a lot of processed foods or sugars or sugary drinks. Uh, drink a lot of water, guys. If you're feeling hungry, sometimes it's best to just go drink like two large glasses of water and and see if you're still hungry after that. And typically, the um, brain gets confused whether it's hungry or thirsty. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, I know when I'm hungry versus when I'm thirsty because it feels different, you know. But you can actually, you know, suffice that hungry feeling. So a lot of fad diets, um, I don't know if... Uh, you guys watch infomercials or anything like that? I used to love watching infomercials as a kid. And I just, they're just so hilarious, you know? It's always like, you know, this amazing offer for this really horrible, like, um, situation. So a lot of, uh, like, uh, fad diets, they would have, like, these, you know, miracle, like, Jenny Craig type things where it's like, okay, we can help you lose all this weight. And then when you get into the details of it, you're like, okay, so like basically you're starving me, right? They're going to give you like this meal plan and it's like no food at all. And you you could basically eat it, eat your entire day's food in one sitting because it's so tiny. And you're like, I cannot sustain my life with such small amounts of food. And the reason for that is because they're trying to do calorie restrictions. They're trying to be like, hey, you need to eat only like like, uh, let's say 1,200 calories per day, and that only equates to like a handful of food. So you want to reach that goal, but you want volume in food. And you can achieve that by filling it with vegetables, you know, carrots, a whole head of lettuce, maybe it's romaine or whatever, um, whatever it is to make you feel full. Another thing that can make you feel full is rice cakes. And a lot of bodybuilders use rice cakes. If they're, you know, like they drank a lot of water and you may see a lot of guys like around the gym with those huge gallons of water. It's because they are working out and they need to replenish their muscles with the liquids. But also they don't want to like finish a workout and then go gorge themselves on a large meal either because... They have to stick to their diet of their proteins or carbs or fats, etc. for whatever their goals are. So you want to make sure that your water intake is where it needs to be as well. So and um, so we went over the food, the water intake, uh, tracking your calories, um, you know, not falling into, you know, snacking late at night because you didn't eat enough in the day. So you want to make sure that you're really just getting your proteins in so that you know you're you're well fed for the day 
and then exercise, you know, you, you need to start somewhere. So the best way to start that is to have a plan that you're actually going to start doing something and exercising. And it's not that tough to like go up and ask someone for assistance because at Planet Fitness, there is an in-house personal trainer that will answer all your questions. So if you're confused about what the machines are and how to use them and how much how much uh, exercising you should do on each machine, then those are all great questions. You know, just be mindful about what you're asking about. But a really quick breakdown on fitness and something I use, it's called push, pull, and legs. It's just three simple things. Push is any exercise on any machine that you are pushing. So think of like a chest press or like pushing the the machine upwards for your shoulders or whatever you're pushing. Push. So you want a day of exercising at the gym where you're pushing on a machine. And whatever those machines are, you can decide on how many reps you want to do. You know, five machines, let's say. And your total workout is 45 minutes to an hour. Let's say that's how much it took for you to get through that push day. Then that's all you need to do. You do that, you track it down, and then you go home. That's it. Then you want to take a rest day because when you exert your muscles, they need time to recover. So you want to take a rest day the next day. And basically on your rest days, you want to be, you know, just walking around, just being mindful of your your uh, diet and then the next time you go back to the gym then you do a pull day and if you guys are paying attention you should know that a pull day is basically any machines that you're pulling down you know like think of like those machines where you sit and then you pull down on the thing or you know there's a few different variations of machines where you pull on something there's like a little rope rope attachment that you can pull down and it works like your triceps and stuff like that. So any exercise where you're pulling, that's going to be your next exercise day. And then you have a rest day again, following day, same thing, you know, staying uh, consistent with your diet and, you know, not exerting yourself too much. And then when you go back to the gym, then you want to do leg day. So leg day is basically just, just use whatever machines are at the gym that you can use for legs. You want to hit all the areas. So you want to do your hamstrings, your calves, you know, and there's there's little diagrams on all the machines with some QR codes you can scan on your phone and it will give you a quick tutorial about what, what machine, you know, actually uh, works which exercise, um, which body part, basically. So, or you could ask someone and they'll explain it to you. But uh, there's also a little diagram on each machine and it kind of highlights which muscle that you're working. So that's a great way to kind of just try out all the machines. You don't have to use every single one. Just kind of use the ones that you like. And that'll be your workout regimen. And then the next time you go to the gym, you want to do a full cardio day. So cardio could be any of those uh, cardio machines and Planet Fitness has a lot of them. So they have the the bikes, they have the treadmills, they have the row machine, which is a cardio machine. And there's the elliptical machine. And then for you experts out there in cardio, the Stairmaster. 
the Stairmaster, which kind of looks like an escalator that just never stops. And you're like, why am I on this torturous device? And that's what it is. It is torture. But the most effective cardio machine. Because not only does it burn calories, it actually works a lot of muscles. It works your back. It works your butt. It works your legs. Because once you're done on that machine, everything will be hurting. So you know that you worked all those muscles. So only if you're an expert. But I wouldn't suggest that just yet. But that's really an effective machine when you're tired of being on the treadmill and you're like, okay, like I really don't want to be on here anymore. Then you switch it up, you know, go from one machine to the next to the next and break up your cardio days. Do a few minutes here, a few minutes there. And that is all you need to do, guys. And then you're done, you know? And whatever um, machines you decide and how you want to break up your workout regimen, you don't need to do push-pull legs. You can switch them around, you know? Just as long as you're hitting all your, your um, you know, muscle groups. And that's it. So you got your diet plan. We're tracking your calories, what your intake is, and what you're burning for the day. And then you have your exercise plan. And there you have it. Pretty straightforward. I mean, it sounds straightforward, but you'll see the most results with consistency. So... Um, that's about all I have today. The next time when we come back, I'm going to talk about some other fitness hacks that can further help you reach these goals. All right. Thanks guys. As always, thank you for listening and feel free to tune in again next week. Until next time, this is Real Talk with Dr. Avi. Later friends.